Cardinals Corner from Arizona Sports with Tyler Drake and Eric Ruby. And so it begins. Hello and welcome back into another edition of Cardinals Corner, a post-game edition of Cardinals Corner. Joining me as always is Arizona Sports Cardinals reporter Tyler Drake. I am Eric Ruby. And the Arizona Cardinals kicked off their 2023 season with a loss to the Washington Commanders 20-16. to Let's get right down to business. Tyler, what did you see in this week one loss? I was actually pretty surprised with what I saw defensively. Offensively, whoa. There's tough. There needs to be some work done moving forward. But defensively, holy cow, man. I was I was like I said, I, I used two words on the on our rapid reactions at ArizonaSports.com. Two words. Pleasantly surprised. And especially with the play of the outside linebackers room as a whole and the third safety in Kayvon Wallace. Mm-hmm. Those two takeaways, those are the big two takeaways for me. I thought the uh, for what they have in that outside linebacker's room, I thought they interchanged everybody really well, and then you move over to the safety spot. We, I think that was a really thin spot entering the week, and you turn around and Wallace has ended up being one of your better players on the team, and he was a guy that I don't think a lot of people had written in as a potential game-changer, playmaker type player. I thought it more of a depth guy than anything but he really shocked shocked me especially got a question for you yeah heads or tails tails okay flip okay it's heads i'm gonna start off with the negative instead (laughs) of the positive okay (laughs) so i felt like with the defense in general extremely extremely positive overall reaction absolutely problem is Lots of penalties. Yes. And that was a really, really big theme throughout this entire game. Something that Mm -hmm. I was a little bit disappointed in. I can't lie. And I was not disappointed in the tone that the Cardinals were striking along with being super physical. Mm -hmm. I think they let it get a little bit too far. I mean, Kaiser White had an incredible game, but that was a tough late hit. hit you can't have. Right. And that's the type of thing that you hope, you hope... It was a beginning of season, pent up energy, want to establish myself and went a little bit too far. Yeah. Because as great as being physical isn't as much as you have to emphasize it, you don't want to actually have it costing you because mm-hmm. then down the road you're not going to be as physical. Yep. Right? Because you're going to have it in the back of your head that's going to hurt the team. Mm-hmm. So I really didn't like that from them. But that being said, Kaiser White, I thought, played incredibly well. I thought Keytro Clark held his own. Yep. He had some good plays. Terry McLaurin. Held in check by Marco Wilson. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that is a really important development if Marco Wilson can be a formidable CB1. Yeah. Because you still got Buddha, you still got Jalen, who did have a little injury scare there. Mm-hmm. And that's that that safety room is solid, minus obviously no longer having Isaiah Simmons, which you but could argue makes it better solid. or worse. <laughs> yeah, you can argue that's a good or a bad thing. They, they lost a player. But... Corners, I, I thought, did extremely well, and, and Kayvon Wallace in that secondary was incredibly impactful for yeah. something that they just picked up very recently. Uh, I want to keep talking about the defense, but my brain is just telling me to talk about Josh Dobbs. So if, oh, I know. If you're, I if know. you're listening right now, we're going to get to it. It's why I flipped a, a flipped a coin. Uh, actually, I had a couple different ways I wanted to flip the coin. Either offense, defense, good or bad, but we kind of went naturally into defense. But let's talk about Zayvon Collins, man. Yeah. Zayvon, not a lot of tackles. Only two on two. the night, but just Big an impact. absolute monster when it came to game-changing plays mm-hmm. and showing off at that new position. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
showing it off as a pass rusher, as a guy who can get out in coverage. I mean, he had the he had the fumble recovery after Victor Dumekeji knocked the ball out, but it looked like everybody was right there going to jump on it. And yeah, the interception, that was that was impressive, man, just sitting out there in coverage and really playing Sam Howell, just playing his eyes and really made a great play on the ball and for the first taste of what he is as an outside linebacker, I thought he passed with flying colors. I mean, that's exactly what you want. You need a guy who is, I mean, as a Mike Backer, he was an impactful player. And I think when he got moved out is how much is he going to impact the game play by play. Right. And I think we saw, like, most of the time he was doing something to impact the play. So I was very impressed with what we saw. I think, you know, obviously little things like the penalties, got to clean stuff up like that. But I think Zavin really showed that he can really not only play in that role, but excel in that role. I think there were a couple players that you looked at and saw really positive signs from. Zavin probably being among the top of them. Kaiser White also there as well. Marco Wilson, if we're sticking with just defense. On offense, it got a little murky. Yeah. And by a little, I mean a lot. A lot. A lot murky. Uh, you saw Josh Dobbs. We did. And for all the talk about... The worst kept secret. How was a quarterback going to look without spending any time with the team? <sighs> yeah. I think we got our answer, but... We, I, that's exact. I think hey, for the most part, that's what we expected. I'll be honest, though. I, the problem was not the decision-making a lot of the times. There was a couple of poor decisions. Ball security. Well, ball security, but also his his actual touch. Like how he threw the ball, oh, yeah. not who he threw the ball to or what oh, read he yeah. made. He was, he didn't look lost. He looked like he had relative command out there. Sackert should have pulled down that touchdown yeah, too. Yeah. A little Ertz, high, but you got to pull that couple. down. You got to pull Ertz it down. had a couple, yep, but he, he, he in, all in all looked like a normal security blanket Zach Ertz and type for what he did. 10 targets. Yeah. But you usually probably wouldn't want to rely on Zach Ertz that much, mm-hmm. but you're Josh Dobbs. Again, security blanket, safety blanket, whatever you want to call it. Like, you call Zach Ertz that for a reason. Like, yep. Marquise Hollywood Brown is not that. Your rookie wide receiver, Michael Wilson, is not, is not that. And not even the heaviest of a work day for James Conner. No. Either. Still pace, was, the, still pace the running back room, but yeah, nothing but nothing like crazy. Not? Will there be a single game this season that James Conner is healthy in and he has not paced the running back shouldn't. room? Shouldn't. Shouldn't be. <laughs> There's no way. That's just not how this team is built. Yeah. What did you think of... Overall, you can jump back to defense or you can go to offense, but Nick Rallis, Drew Petzing, the games that they called, this is their first time calling yeah. games NFL level. Yeah, I think outside of the penalties, I think the defense, like I said, was easily the winner of today. Uh, I would say Hoodie Rallis definitely impressed a lot of people, I think, just with how his team went out there and performed. Like I said, there's a little things you got to clean up, which is going to be the case for every NFL team going into Monday. But I, the one player I have to talk about is Dennis Gardeck because the dude I don't even think started. Victor Dumekeji started opposite start. of Zavin, and the guy ended up being the spark plug that we saw. It was like 2020 Dennis Gardeck. That's what it reminded me of, man. He was playing with his hair on fire, and it's exactly everything they've talked about with Dennis Gardeck through this whole offseason is exactly what we saw today. And for as much as a lot of people even myself a little bit, thought he could be on the fence as to whether or not he would be on this team moving forward. Like, when the new regime came in, he's played himself into, like, a solidified starting... He's a captain. Well, not starting, but a solidified, valuable reps role. 
Yeah. You, you cannot not play this guy anymore, especially with what you saw. I mean, he's outplaying Cameron Thomas, who Cameron Thomas had a good game. He's outplaying other guys that you really thought were going to take that next step. And it just shows you that work, the dedication, and everything else this guy puts in day in and day out. Once again, you're listening to Cardinals Corner. We're going to be here after every single Cardinals game this season. Of course, Arizona losing week one, their season debut under new head coach Jonathan Gannon, new GM Monty Austin for 20-16 to against the Commanders on the road. We're going to get prepared for week two a little bit later in this episode, but I want to stick with the coaching staff. I want to stick with what you saw just in general from the looks on offense. Now, we've talked mm-hmm. a lot of defense, mix a little Josh Dobbs in there. Yep. What about the play calling? How did you feel? Because we saw a little bit of everything. It didn't yeah. feel like they put themselves in a box. No, no. It, d- it did feel like a very balanced attack. I know we talked that James Conner didn't get enough looks, and I think that needs to take a step forward. But I think Dobbs had like 24 pass attempts or something around there. So still focused on throwing the ball. Maybe not as much. Or I thought maybe it would be a little bit less with just how much they want to run the rock. But obviously game's going to dictate that a little bit. Uh, I thought it was a lot of what we expected to see. A lot of two tight end sets. You know, Jesse Lucado was in there at fullback a couple times. They really want to run the rock. They want to have those, you know, bigger formations. So I think we still need to see exactly what this offense is going to produce on a weekly basis. This was a nice little kind of preview, but they really need to figure out the quarterback situation moving forward, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. I'll read off some stats. I'll end with Josh Dobbs. We could talk about each room, right? So James Conner, he had 14 carries for 62 yards. That's four and a half yards per carry. Not great. Fine. Longest was 12. Marquise Hollywood Brown is technically in the rushing category. Yeah. One for 29. Yeah. Uh, but he will not be in the running back room going forward, I would imagine. Rondell Moore also there. I mean, you might oh, be seeing. Oh, that's okay. Thank you for bringing that well, up. Well, that's what I was kind of getting at when oh, I was talking about play calls. Oh, my gosh. How many times do they need to see Rondell Moore not do it beyond the line of scrimmage for him? To, like, I, Obviously, he had a better game than what we saw last year, but still is getting used so much behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Like, that is one, the penalties in that. I mean, he did have down a downfield like play. Yeah, like, he was exactly. Targeted. But there was a lot of times where he's getting those sweeps or he's getting the little dink and dunk in the... Uh, Behind the line, of, behind the line of scrimmage. So, like the two things that everybody ripped their hair out last year with penalties and Rondell Moore not being utilized past the line of scrimmage on a consistent basis. I think we saw again today. Let me read you his stat line: three receptions for thirty-three yards, mm-hmm. average of eleven yards a reception. Mm-hmm. His longest reception out of his thirty-three yards mm-hmm. was thirty-one yards. Exactly. So, two of those receptions totaled were, two yards, and I believe they're behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Yep. So he was actually the top receiver today for the Cardinals as far as yards go. F- uh, three catches or th- yeah, three receptions for Hollywood Brown for 28 yards. His longest was 11 yards off five targets. Zach Ertz targeted 10 times. He caught six, but for 21 yards. That's an Woof. average of three and a half yards a catch. Like, not they're not they're not they they're explosives. They had no expl- I don't think they had one explosive play today. No, I think it would be the Rondale Moore 31 yards. Oh yeah, yeah, that and was the, it. And the and the Hollywood Brown 29 yard rush. Oh rush, yeah, yeah. Like those two, those two plays were your two best plays. Yep. Other than that, it was chunk, chunk, chunk chunk and then in between all of it josh dobbs three fumbles two of them lost which he did last year and those two starts with the titans too i think he had two lost in two games last year no so, touchdowns no interceptions ball security is going to be huge with him moving forward yeah 21 to 30 attempts so 30 pass attempts 30, is okay. not like none 
That was it's not That's like they didn't draw it up for him to throw in. A couple of, of these catches and a couple of these passes, like they were on him. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe another receiver should have been able to catch it, but if it was somebody else in there, you would imagine that the ball would have gone a little bit nicer, a little bit smoother. And I'm not saying that's Clayton Toon. No. I just I'm not sure if it's Josh Dobbs. And again, give him a little bit of time and we'll see. But if that's the best you're gonna get out of Josh Dobbs, then quite frankly, I don't understand trading for him. Let me let me ask you a question. Would you do you think this Cardinals team would have won if Kyler was playing? Yeah. Two touchdown win? Yeah. Close. Yeah. I think I think they would have I won mean, by 10. I mean, take away some Prater field goals and make them touchdowns. And touchdowns, and yeah. Exactly. Take some drives that didn't result in anything and make them field goals. Speaking of Matt Prater. Yeah, three for three. That guy still got it. Fantasy football managers who have him are probably worried. very happy I today. Little, I can't lie. I think I've I think I've brought it up a couple times over you the have. past like year. You that have. There have been a couple moments where his leg didn't seem like it was all the way there. Today was not one of those days. You got to give him credit. And I think you have to give a lot of credit to Nolan Cooney, who was holding... And who is their new punter now? Like he's he had I think five or six punts today and averaged forty seven yards. I believe you're right. Yards, I think he had like five. That. Yeah, and he like he played really well for on the special team side of things. And obviously, you everybody's, nailed it. By the way, okay, five punts, forty seven yards okay. average exactly. Cool. Two of them were inside the twenty. Longest yeah. was fifty six. That's yards. great. That's what you want out of your special teams. That that can flip games for you. And and I think just his holding. Ability is gonna have. He's just gonna build confidence moving forward. So, I I know it's little. I know it's very minute compared to the rest of the game. But I was impressed with what I saw out of the kickers and p- kicker and punter. What about the offensive line? Saw Paris move a couple guys out of the way. Thought that saw was solid. Paris make some mistakes though as well. Yep, yep. Rookie problems. Rookie rookie mistakes. I mean that defensive line's no joke. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And no Chase Young either. Montez Sweat is a bad man. Yeah. Bad man. I, I mean, it's I, the name. I did it's a the name. yeah. I did a preview. I did a preview of the defense and oh yeah. And it's not just him. It's like Allen. There's a couple other guys that are just solid pain. Oof. And again, there's they're no going to be a sneaky Young. good defense uh, moving forward this year. Oh, their, yeah. their offense might be really rough, but I think their defense is going to be one of the best. The only touchdown scored for the defense. Cardinals was a defensive touchdown. Everything else was a field goal. And, and to be quite honest, like. Not a single person got in a good rhythm. Like you can't look at one person and say they had a great game. Mm-hmm. The best player on offense, James Conner or Marquise Hollywood Brown, yeah. because Hollywood kind of did it on both ends. But I, there's there's no clear cut answer. You nope. could say a Rondell Moore. You could say a Zach Ertz. You could say a Josh Dot. Like they're just. <laughs> it, 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 quite honestly, it's nobody. Nobody is the nobody. correct answer. Yep. Is that is that worrying for you? Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. You want you'd want somebody to kind of set the tone, and I think if Ertz pulls down one of those touchdowns or one of a couple more of those passes that were a little too high, maybe, maybe we have that separation. But yeah, you you need to have a playmaker out there that's going to really lead the charge week to week. Yeah, and I don't know if they do. No, I don't know. If they Not do. right now. I the type of person that Kyler Murray is, he would elevate everybody, but they got to throw more balls. They used than to Michael have DeAndre. Hop- uh, hey man, they used to have DeAndre Hopkins. And I'm not saying that they should have kept DeAndre Hopkins, but... What did D-Hop do today? You know what? I don't know. I don't know. We're going to both look at it right now. We can see who picks it up first. It'll probably be you, but... No, I don't think it's going to be me, man. I mean, I'm on the box score right now. This is a little race right here. Okay, receiving DeAndre Hopkins, seven receptions for 65 yards, no touchdowns, uh, 13 targets. So seven receptions, 13 targets, 65 yards, average of almost 10. Okay. Nothing crazy. Yeah. 13 points fantasy. 
nothing, not, nothing too crazy at no. all. But again, I'm not saying like I didn't say that even to bring up like they should no, have kept yeah, the Hopkins. You. I'm just saying that that pecking order would have been clear, and it's not here. I think you have three guys vying for the top receiving option in Rondale Moore, Marquise Hollywood Brown, and Zach Ertz. If you're Hollywood Brown, that's not what you want in a contract here. <laughs> no. It's really not. Not not the not the week one showing you want in a but contract. But at the end of the day, also, Marquise Hollywood Brown makes his living off of deep balls mm-hmm. and big explosive plays. Mm-hmm. Josh Dobbs could not no. do that. Well, and they need to target Michael Wilson more too. I yeah. think he was making some like the some grabs, grabs that he yeah. had. Those were contested. The dude's pulling him down. He's he's got the making of being that guy. Give me your rookie rankings for this game. I think I want to do this like every game. Like, give me the the best three rookies that played in order. Oh, wow. Okay. I feel like I'm gonna forget it as soon as for, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody as soon as I'm gonna start going. Paris got to be one, even with the mistakes. I mean, he's a starter. He's playing every snap. Keytrail's in there too. I would. Mm, BJ got close to the quarterback a couple times. BJ did get close. I I gotta throw him in there. Uh, oh. Who am I missing? I would probably go Michael Wilson. Oh, duh. Yeah. Yeah. Put him in top three. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't I might flip Put Key. BJ in four. I might flip Key in Paris, maybe, because Key Key has okay. some I Okay. Mean, the secondary in general, I think, played better than the offensive line. Yeah. Because the offensive line I give it like, yes, Josh Dobbs didn't do great. He also didn't have a ton of protection. He was getting tackled or hit a lot of possessions and and same thing with the running backs where they were getting initial contact behind the line of scrimmage and then having to rush from there. So I I would, I would, I would say Keetrell Clark. Yeah. I think that he had the, the best showing. I don't think he had the downs unless I'm, unless I'm missing something, which could be, but I don't remember a play where it was like, man, Keetrell Clark got burned there. Mm -hmm. Man, Keetrell Clark made a mistake. Paris had some great moments. Absolutely. Paris also had a couple moments where you're like, okay, you made a mistake there, big dog. Yep. Like, you got to change that. You got to fix that. But that's that's fine. And I think he'd be the first one to probably say it, too. Yeah, and, and that's like it's fine. It's not a big deal. He's a rookie. It was yep. week one against a very good— One of the good, toughest front seven you might face all year. Line. I mean, one of. Yeah, you're also going to go against San Francisco. That's why I said one of. <laughs> yeah. I, you're going to go up against Isaiah Simmons. He'll be rushing the passer a little bit next week. <sighs> Should we just get should we get into that? Do you have anything else on this game? No, I don't, man. That's oh man. It's pretty clear cut. Isaiah is going to be so jacked. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Does it matter? It do- does I mean, it after what we though? saw out of this offense today, there could be I mean, Isaiah, it could be likely Isaiah gets something going. I'm sorry. Like I'm, I'm going to say it now. There is a very good chance that yeah. Isaiah makes a game-changing play against this offense. That's how it is. Josh Dobbs, still your starting quarterback for week two. Apparently, he told reporters he was. So, oh, did he? Uh, so I, they won't. So, so they won't. They won't name it before week one. Well, oh, and then this is what I'm seeing from our buddy Cam Cox. He said that when he was talking to Dobbs, it's only one quote. He goes, "Do you expect to be the quarterback next week?" He goes, "100 percent." True. I guess it's. Do you expect? Uh I expect to. I expect him to start. Yeah. But I don't know if I expect him to, to play finish. the whole game. Yes. I don't think that Jonathan Gannon is the type to let things linger. No. But also, 
every single Monty Austin Fort draft pick, you know, if they're physically able to, are like can, contributing or playing or being involved right now. Like they're uh, Dante Stills and Owen Papo did not play inactives. Yeah. That's Fair it. Enough. That's it. But like, if you're the like, rest key, of them, yeah. six round rookie Keytrail Clark, you're starter. starting. Paris Johnson, starter. Like you're starting. B.J. Ojolari, like you're out there could playing. Michael Wilson, you're out there playing. Yeah. I guess you could argue it with Clayton Tune as well, where you'd say, okay, well, if if it's not Josh Dobbs, then it's still a Monty Austin Ford pick. But Monty Austin Ford just traded a fifth round draft pick for Josh Dobbs as well. Yep. And if that guy can't get you past four quarters, five quarters. Before you say, we'll go to the other fifth rounder that we have. That's not a, a good look. look. It's not a good look. And I'm not saying it's happened, but I could see it happening. And I've been very in on a lot of what Monty Austin Ford is doing. The Do- Josh Dobbs trade has definitely been the thing minus tampering that I've been most skeptical on. <laughs> but I... I don't know, man. I expect him to be a little bit better. Not a lot better, I guess. Like, I wasn't expecting him to be, like, a world beater, but... I mean, I think the I mean, Giants are a better team than the That's commanders. what I'm saying, is now you're going... Like, we talked about it in our... Uh, Yuck. It was a season preview, plus... We talked about something else at the beginning. I forget what else. But <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long week. I had a whole game to digest. But when we talked about the first five weeks of the season... Maybe not the Bengals as much anymore, but it was kind of like an escalating. Oh right? my goodness, I know. You start, Jeez. Who's a better quarterback, Josh Dobbs or Joe Burrow? That's our, <laughs> next, that's our next episode. But the schedule for the Cardinals, you could argue it goes in an upward slope, assuming that Cincinnati returns to They'll form. They'll figure it out. Right? So this week you have the Commanders. If all breaks right, a playoff hopeful. Yeah. Right? But a, a, a team that's better than you still. Yeah, fringe fringe playoff team. Right. Then you got the Giants, who I think expect to, themselves to be in the playoffs. I think they're just slightly above a fringe playoff team. Right. Yeah. Like they're if they don't make the playoffs, I believe it will be a disappointment, not a like a burn the whole franchise yep. down moment. Yep, yep, right. Yep. Then you have the Cowboys. Cowboys' expectation is to make the playoffs. And yep. If you don't, then it is an absolute failure, failure of a season. Yep. Okay. And Trey then Lance you have, is your new starter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you have the 49ers, who. Ooh. Put a whooping on the Steelers today. And Mike, I think the Steelers are going to be good. Mike Tomlin, already one game down on that 500 oh, mark. Oh, he'll win next week. It'll I be know, fine. I'm I not know. worried. Oh, he's faced worse worse situations and made it 500 before. <laughs> Last year. And then you got Cincinnati, who, granted, lost to some elves today. but Some elves. <laughs> but I... 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 Like, I think this was their easiest test. And I think the defense looked... Great. I think every offense they face after this is going to be better than the one before. Mm-hmm. I think the, the the offense looked way worse than I expected. Yeah, me too. And that's that's the real concerning yep. part of all of this. Yep. I don't think the play calling was bad. I don't think it necessarily completely enabled players to the best ability. Like I you said, don't, I, like you said too, though. I also don't think they have the right playmakers to really move this team forward with yeah. who they have under center. I mean, that again, that's also something where it could it could not matter if Josh Dobbs is taking snaps or not. It could not matter if Clayton Tune. At the end of the day, it could maybe not matter if Kyler Murray is. It could look better and they could win, but with a current receiving core of Marquise Hollywood Brown, Zach Ertz, Rondale Moore, and Michael Wilson. What other team in the NFL is looking for that t- for like that room, right? Who's like, ooh, we would trade our wide receiver room with that. 
Mm-hmm. Five years ago, maybe less than five years ago, but like three years ago, be like, oh, you're going to give me Hollywood Brown, like fresh, like into his career. You're going to give me Zach Ertz, Pro Bowl tight end. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'll t- and, and Rondell Moore, like a rookie, right? Like, oh, we'll take it. We'll take it. Now sure. you're looking at it, and it it's might like, it might be the worst. It might be the worst receiving room in the league. I guess we should also do like a week by week. Does Hollywood get paid? No. Nope. Today's no. It's a big no. It's probably been no for me for a while. Oh, it's been no for me since fact, I think the offseason started and the new regime came in. If he did not have the element and the factor that he was friends with Kyler Murray, exactly. I would I, I would say there's a 0.0% yep. chance that he gets big-time paid I here. Agree. Does he resign here? I guess that depends on the market and if he's going to get big-time paid from somewhere else. But if I'm another team, Mm-mm. look... Look, man, DeAndre Hopkins is putting up numbers with Colt McCoy as quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, if you are, if you are cream of the crop, mm-hmm. if you are, which D Hop is still good. I don't know if he's cream of the crop anymore, but he's still good. But if you're one of those guys, you're not going to have a line like Marquise did today. Yep. You're just you're you're not like the guys that make it work, make it work. Yep. And he's not one of those guys. He's an advantageous big playmaker that when all breaks right, he's electric. But this team is not one that is set up to have all break right that often. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually fascinated to see this season from him because if he doesn't perform, you're out of here. Mm-hmm. I, you're, I don't think you're just coming back because you're cool with Kyler. But what if Kyler comes back and for six games, seven games, Marquise Hollywood Brown is like on a thousand yard pace? Then what do you do? Mm-hmm. Then what do you do? Yeah. I don't know, man. Okay. Isaiah Simmons, obviously a big part of next week when the Cardinals have their home opener against the Giants. Yep. What other parts? We'll like kind of rehash this a little bit. Again, if you want to get really deep into the season, go on YouTube. Look up Arizona Sports. Yep. Our season predictions on there. Or you can go on the Arizona Sports app. You can listen to the podcast. If you don't want to look at us, I don't blame you. <laughs> like, I have to look away. Like, Tyler and I are facing each other right now. Like, I have to look away every once in a while just to, like, catch my breath. So it's okay if you don't want to watch us, but you should listen. Oh, least. and you can also find uh, Brady K, my daughter, true. making picks. And she's also want to know. So I actually, far. yeah, I think now's probably the best time. I've been replaced. This is actually going to be my final episode of Cardinals Corner because Brady <laughs> will be taking over as a full-time host. But I believe she the needs a lot. She needs multiple snacks to keep her attention, though. So, so, so do I. I'm, I, I gotta, <laughs> we got to pause this every five minutes so I can eat something. Like I, I, I can't keep up this. Actually, I don't even know if I'm that energetic today. This is one of my, I think, less energetic. She's got days, a lot of requests, man. If I, I got the only way that I'm so energy, I have to constantly be eating because I'm just constantly on ten. I got to gonna eat, 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 be on ten, ten, ten. You know this. Come on, yep. don't act like you don't know yep, this. Yep. Everybody knows. Everybody. This. Knows. Okay. Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley on offense. Rough. Uh, Saquon's big, gonna be rough. It'll be a big test. Yep. Because the enemy was a lot more pass heavy today than he was run heavy until the very end, and it got a little rainy, a little weird. As the Cardinals lost twenty to sixteen, the I, yeah, I need to see this team go up against a, like a legit running back, right? And you will, like, mm-hmm. you're going to see basically two with mm-hmm. Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley. Yep, we'll see about their pass game. Uh, a little bit of a different target if Darren Waller is going to be healthy for them. Yeah, he's going to be a different look than a scary Terry or a Jahan Dotson. And they haven't even, yeah, yeah, they don't really have any game tape on him. <laughs> no, no, they don't. So as a giant. You'll see how those safeties do, how the corners can handle, maybe a little bit of a bigger matchup. Zayvon Collins, I'm fascinated to see if he can keep this up. He yeah. might 
he might be Pro Bowl territory. That might be something we check in on in a couple of weeks. Is oh yeah, who who can make a Pro Bowl? I mean, Buddha, Zaven. I think Zaven. Zaven's got the James best chance. Connor. Mm, Zaven's got the best chance. Buddha? I think I think I think Buddha, Buddha does too. But I think Zaven is going to be a lot of different places. Is he going to be the best player on the defense? I think he is. Right now, I think it. And call me crazy, but maybe Dennis Gardeck, if he can stay healthy, that was the only thing that was that was a knock on him in 2020 when he took over for uh, Chandler Jones. He Can he just stay healthy? I mean, he had seven sacks. Solid. Yeah. Big spark I, plug. Big e- I don't, EDM guy. Hit the strobe. I don't think. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for Cardinals Corner. <laughs> no, I don't think, I don't think Gardet can be the guy. I think he, he has to. Guy. He has to be the complimentary guy, but yeah, he, he can thrive as the complimentary guy. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why, and that's why I think I'm leaning more towards Zayvon being the like the world beater for this team. I do believe nothing, in nothing against Buddha. I just think Zayvon's going to be. He's closer to the line of scrimmage. He's just going to be a more impact player on a on a down basis. And don't don't stop watching for Kaiser White. Oh yeah, he is. Oh yeah. He's not going to be traded because he was brought here for a very specific reason. But if there was a team who needed some defensive bolstering to go chase a, a Super Bowl at the deadline, uh, they should trade for Kaiser White. Yeah. They, the Cardinals shouldn't trade him. <laughs> I picked him up in my fantasy football league, man. We have defense. You have individual? Yep. So we, so we do two de- individual defensive players That's as like sick. as a wild card. I picked him up on my he's on my bench this week, but I should have pl- I should have played him over Fred Warner. He had more points than Fred Warner really? in my league, yeah. Really? Yep. It's an interesting league you got there. It's Individual fun. defense. 14 players. teams. I'm not a fantasy guy. I it's it's interesting because I have not heard people talk about having individual defensive players. That's just when you're. I'm sicko. not any. I'm not any more intrigued. I don't understand how y'all do it, man. I just don't. Well, I'll tell My you right now. That was about the filled. first time I've looked at it all day. But that's the thing. Is like I look. If I were to have to keep track and be emotionally invested in a whole other team, I just can't do that. I just can't do that. That's just not me. If that's yeah. if that's you, if that's what y'all want to do, like I support you. I'm a sicko, Tyler. I support you and your sickoness. You know, I really do, but it just ain't for me. It's just not. But I am excited to watch Cardinals football next week and listen to it on Arizona Sports 98.7 and the Arizona Sports app as it was broadcasted today. We would have brought you some post-game sound, but the Cardinals had some technical difficulties, <laughs> so that there wasn't any post-game sound. So, sorry about that. We can't tell you what Jonathan Gannon was thinking or anything like that. We can there was a little bit. There, very, very minimal stuff that was posted, like maybe like a minute and a half or two minutes, and Gannon just... You know, he's got to look at the tape. Thought the off or the uh, outside linebackers room did all right. Uh, talked about Dennis Gardeck. That was about the biggest thing. Though. I say, it, I have not heard him be asked a question, and this is completely fake. But I, uh, I know that when asked about Jalen Thompson, he said it was just a neck. Oh, that's how he started. That's how he started. That's the one part. It picked up. <laughs> it picked up with we had some guys get nicked up, but they made it back in the game, so we're pretty good there. I almost word for word. I called it. I called it. And I'm calling it an episode here. Thanks for tuning in to Cardinals Corner. This was our first game recap. We'll be here after next week's game against the Giants, the Cardinals home opener. Once again, Arizona losing week one against the Commanders. Almost a, Actually, you know what? I'm not ending it, Tyler. I'm steering us back on the road. Almost a perfect day for the tank. I meant to bring that up. Oh, Tampa yeah. Tampa Bay won. Yep. Houston lost. The Cardinals lost. I'm trying to think if anybody else that's supposed to be tanking 
has lost. Are the Rams playing right now? Yeah, that's 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 the big team. Is is the Rams? They're up right now. Okay, the Rams. Are they're up. up. <laughs> they're up twenty four thirteen with nine minutes left. That's great. Like that's that's awesome. The Colts lost. The Colts be, could be pretty stinky this year. Be an eye out for them. Falcons won. Falcons are yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Any no, the the buck the Buccaneers winning and the Texans losing was fantastic. And if the Rams win, and that's yeah. If the Rams, yeah. That that this could be the start of a perfect ten. Maybe I'll make that into like a little story every week. You're welcome. You're welcome yeah. for steering the show back back on there. <laughs> we got back on the, the tankathon. Road. We were about to get off an exit early, then we realized, you know what? We want to go to the McDonald's and exit over. So we're gonna get off a little we bit need later. The dollar power aid. But we're gonna make it worth <laughs> it. So make sure you follow Tyler at T Drake Four. That's the number four at T Drake Four Sports for when he writes that article about the tank every single week and how it's going and tracking other teams. You can find it. He does videos. He does photos. He does writing. He does podcasting. He does editing. He does radio appearance, <laughs> okay, appearances. Okay, okay. He will grab you water if you are thirsty and you're in the office. He's just a nice guy. <laughs> follow him at TDrake4Sports on Twitter. You can follow myself at Eric Ruby, E R I K R U B Y. Follow the show at AZ Cards Corner. Get us on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. You're not going to be watching this on YouTube because we don't have a video camera on us now because we look too bad, but we do sometimes. Sometimes. And there's a lot of other stuff on Arizona Sports YouTube that if you miss the live radio shows or reactions or breaking news moments or whatever it is, Arizona Sports on YouTube, you type it into the search bar, you click subscribe, and you're set. Or Download this on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on the Arizona Sports app, all of that. Leave a five-star rating, a five-star review, all that fun stuff because it's football season. We made it. And until next time, enjoy football, even if it's only.